Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? It's after Valentine's Day. It's before the President's Day mattress sales. Uh, the world's going good, right? Huh? All right. Uh, the Black Bears, they were in action. Team Maryland was in action. Stevenson was in action. The the club team, women, they were all in action. But the, the, the big thing, the big thing in Maryland hockey uh, this weekend the 44th edition of the Crab Pot Tournament from McMullen Ice Arena in Annapolis, Maryland, off the base of the Naval Academy. It is a fine facility. I'm not going to lie to you. Golf course around you. There's a tennis court next to the uh, the ice rink there. Uh, it's it's fancy schmancy, and they got the big Olympic ice there in McMullen, home of the Naval Academy. And they hosted the, uh, like I said, the 44th edition. Skip last year because, you know, plague. Uh, and then they went ahead, and we're having another one. All four teams from Maryland. It started off with uh, Stevenson and Towson. Now, these two teams faced off against each other, I believe, at the beginning of the semester. And Towson uh, went on an 8-1 route on this one. But this one's kind of a back and forth uh, in this instance, as uh, Stevenson and Towson not really giving each other an edge. Uh, Stevenson, uh, they were tied up at one early in the first period. First things going back and forth. Um, then two to two going into the third, very even matchup on that one. Stevenson went ahead two to one. I do believe in this one. ACHA website just uh, well done on, uh, bringing nothing to the table again, ACHA. You guys are just, God, the website loads slow, whatever. Anyway, that's just me. You know, it's, it, it's a hardship to me so that, that I have to make light of it. Um, but then, then Stevens Towson went up uh, three to two on a backhanded uh, shelf goal, uh, as uh, they were trying to trying to pitch pitch things through. They were trying to get things going. They were trying to um, go ahead and you know make kind of make sure that that eight to one uh, win that they had was was not a fluke for them. However, Stevenson scores two quick in the third. Uh, they were able to just get things after after that backhanded shelf goal. You know, Steven, Stevenson had two odd man rushes they didn't get shots off on. They tried to pass it across, and the pass was just a little bit too far behind the recipient. And then a tie up and taking the lead, quick succession in this one, just bang bang right after another. Then Towson just kind of dropped their shoulders, and next thing you know, it's over with five to three with the uh, with the markers there. Markers for Stevenson because they actually post updates. Sean Blahat had two goals. He got the game puck. Brendan Jesse with a uh, a nice little goal for himself, too. Uh, the game winner in this one was Bryce Doherty. Uh, he pots that third one or that fourth one home, uh, rather, to, to get the win. Chris Robinson also added a goal in that one. Jonathan Vitti with 32 saves. A rock star in net for the victory. Uh, Dylan Candelano with an assist. Johan, uh, Johan Carlson with an assist. Josh Watterson with an assist. Carlson with two assists, actually. Uh, they just listed him twice in this one just to make sure we were paying attention. Uh, I'm uh, I'm very sure of it. And Nick Hoover getting an assist as well in the win. So they uh, got their win, and they were waiting for the University of Maryland taking on the Naval Academy, the host in this one. Uh, and Navy getting on the board quick, 123. And Jack Burke pots his fourth of the year. Nick Owen, who has just been on a tear this semester, uh, his 13th assist, John Mullen, his seventh assist uh, in this one. 
Maryland gets a huge kill after a 5-1-3. They're able to go ahead and, and just kind of get a little bit of momentum going their way on that kill. Uh, Navy getting off a couple shots, uh, but uh, uh, Henry Patelier with uh, with a great, great outing for himself in the early going. Nick Allen, however, turns around, fires, gets one right before the horn. Seven seconds left, his 15th of the season. Mullen, his eighth assist. That Burke Allen and Mullen line could spell trouble in the ECHA playoffs and also in the Nationals. Uh, a little bit of a, uh, a situation as uh, Patrick Beganowski gets a tripping uh, penalty and a 10-minute misconduct for, uh, I believe, barking at the refs. Uh, so they go in the box. Maryland gets into a little penalty trouble late, but nothing, uh, no worse for wear on that one as they're able to get out of the second period free and still only down two to nothing. Uh, of course, Navy pounding on the shots, 14 shots in the second alone to three against Maryland. Navy just really clogging up the middle, not, not letting Maryland uh, get past center line to get anything set up offensively in this one. Maryland, again, still uh, continuing to just wait off the uh, waves and waves of offense that Navy was bringing in. Uh, but just past the midway point on the power play, Nick Allen, his 16th of the season, second of the game. Nathan Hyden and Evan Adams on the power play assist. Seventh for Hyden, 10 for uh, Adams on that one. And then with under three minutes remaining, Brendan Reynolds just rips one home. Uh, his 10th of the year, Michael Rakovich, his 20th assist, and Hyden, his 8th assist, second of the game. All she wrote on that one, 4 to nothing the win. Navy uh, takes it, outshoots Maryland 37-16. to 16. Uh, Battelier with 33 saves in this one. Maryland also pretty good in the PK, uh, 7 of 8 on the PK. The only goal was that uh, the Nick Allen goal on that, but uh, Navy... Taking it, uh, taking it to the house, and they went to the championship game in this one. So that means the consolation game, which I'm saying for the bronze mallet, uh, the Terps took on Towson, and again, ACHA. The error in loading the data is just mwah, mwah, fantastic, ACHA. You're doing great. But they go with a little bit of a different magic in this one as the Terps, uh, the Terps take this one. They take the bronze mallet. Uh, in a big way, in all honesty. I don't know uh, what's happening in this one. You know, Towson doing, you know, you know, is what it is. Uh, I actually forgot because I'm in central time how things were going. Maryland up one nothing, all over, uh, all over Towson, honestly. Out shooting of 13-7. Got to wonder if Towson was just like, let's just get out of this game, end our season, and away we go. Liam Eden gets the first goal uh, of the game in this one with the assist going uh, to Ray McNamara on that one. Then second period comes, and then next thing you know, uh, it's, uh, it's you know, one nothing, And then two no uh, it's one nothing also uh, in, the, uh, in the first frame, or in the second frame. So I do believe nothing happened in the second. It was more offense for Maryland. Uh, but, uh, you know, Daniel Ludwig playing the way he plays, facing a lot of shots. And then is able to stop them all. Aiden Jones, I think, in net for Maryland gets uh, should get a lot of head taps in this one. He had a stellar game through the first and second, uh, and into the third as well. But he was playing sharp, making sure Towson didn't get any uh, close goals, any rebound goals. They were buzzing the net a little bit, but Jones was uh, tough on the pads and uh, able to, able to keep it all out. And then the Terps just scored two goals 
in nine seconds. Um, as uh, first, it started off with uh, with Tucker Healy with a nice little uh, unassisted goal for himself, going in, breaking in, potting it away. We go, and then Trevor Drake, the uh, the the folk hero for this Terrapin team, coming up from D three, smallest guy on the ice, biggest heart out there, throws a, a really a nothing shot on net. And it takes the right bounce off the inside of Daniel Ludwig's either his stick or his pad and into the net. Nine seconds after Healy's goal, Drake's goal, his first in uh, in regulation play. He scored that shootout goal uh, against Drexel last week, I believe, uh, two weeks ago. And uh, he was able to uh, to finally secure himself a goal on, uh, on that one as assist going to Ryan Height and... Uh, uh, Andrew Depoy on those ones, and that was it. Aiden Jones, 29 saves in the shutout victory as uh, Maryland goes on to win the bronze mallet in the Crab Pot Tournament. Towson, um, their season, I believe, is done. I don't think they make the ECHA playoffs um, as uh, they're just kind of hanging out right now. So they are... Uh, yeah, they're just they're, they're just waiting. I think it's I think it's I think it's an over. I think it's over right now for them. Maryland right now waiting on the Mid Atlantic Collegiate Hockey uh, situation uh, to see what's going on there with all their fun uh, updates and also I think Stevenson as well uh, looking for those uh, those updates as well. I don't know how that's going about the uh, the the Twitter page for the Mid Atlantic Hockey uh, Mid Atlantic Collegiate Hockey. Is uh, it doesn't exist, so we got ourselves some fun stuff there. So we will we will keep track of that, keep tabs on it, and hopefully we'll have uh, something something for that going on there. But the title match, Stevenson Navy, these two had a banger of a game back in 2020. I went to overtime. Navy wins it in the dying seconds of overtime because I think after that it would have went to a shootout, which would have been wow, amazing. But um, another game where in this one, uh. It was a tight one. Like uh, all, th- I mean, let, let let's let the numbers speak for themselves. Navy dominated offensively. Navy dominated like e- like they kept Stevenson out of their offensive zone for about two thirds of the game. And then next thing you know, it's a tight game. We got a we had a one goal game uh, almost with ten mi- with uh, with under ten minutes remaining in this one, uh, but. Stevenson kept uh, kept Navy at bay for the most part in this one. Props to their defense on that one. Um, but late in the first period, you know, they put 15 shots in the first period alone. <laughs> That's more shots than Stevenson had all game. Uh, it finally gets to him cycling down low, just touch pass after touch pass. Nathan Hyden goes on the far side. He pots his 12th of the year from Evan Adams and Michael Rockovich on a nice little pass. A little cycling down low behind the net and then a feed to the opposite side and then it beat Jonathan Vitti. Uh, for the goal, and then less than three minutes later, Michael Rokovic just takes himself for a skate, walks around, just whips it past Vitti, makes it two to nothing on his fifth of the year. Nathan Hyde, a ninth assist. Adams, uh, his second assist of the game, twelfth of the year. Second period again. Stevenson just playing in their defensive zone, playing, uh, playing something or else. Navy just not being able to find the right spots, right the the right areas to shoot at. Uh, Stevenson getting in the lanes, Stevenson getting, you know, big saves from Vitti. Uh, Vitti or Vitti, I, I'm going to say it like six different times, so I apologize, but he played a stellar game, uh, stellar two games in this one. So nothing happened in the second period. Third period, power play happened 
for Stevenson up early uh, on a Jack Burke boarding call, and then it just took six seconds before Zach Garneau down deep gets a uh, cross ice from uh, Jonah Carlson and puts it home on the power play. Garneau is third of the year. Carlson's seventh assist of the season. And we had ourselves a game. It was two. It was two to one at that point. Navy starting to strike. Stevenson doubled their shot total in the third period alone. They were getting a lot more offensive time, seeing a lot more looks, um, starting to kind of figure out what Navy was going on. Uh, but then John Mullen, a, a, a great little tip pass from Nick Allen, just a tip, a little set pass, like a volleyball set, and Mullen pumps home his 17th of the year. Allen's 14th assist. That put them up with 9-10 remaining, and they uh, they keep that lead in this one. They go back to back to back like Tom Amansky from the uh, ESPN infomercial days. They win it 3-1 to one in this one. So uh, they take home uh, another, I think that's their 18th title for uh, the Crab Pot Tournament. So congratulations to them. A very hard-fought hard game. And, you know, uh, daps and head taps to Stevenson and Maryland for how they played against Navy. I mean, Navy did not rest anybody. Um, Navy, uh, they, they played out everybody. Although though I will say, uh, a nice little respect to put Casey McCormick out there for both games. I, I failed to mention uh, his 16 saves against, uh, against Maryland uh, and then also his uh, 10 saves against Stevenson. Put him out there, senior season. He gets it in there. Uh, played very well. He's played very well when he's put in there all season. Um, but they did not rest anybody uh, in general. They've had all their guy, all their players out there, and both of the D2 teams in Stevenson and Maryland played top-notch against them. I mean, sure, the shot count's probably a little skewed, but at the same time, respect to both uh, Stevenson and Maryland for, uh, you know, not, you know, just competing. And, and, you know, that sounds weird to say, but Navy is going to nationals. They're a team not to be reckoned with. Um, so that's a big accomplishment. If there's anything that they can take away from that, it's the fact that they took a team uh, that's going to D1 Nationals and played them very close. So uh, there's that uh, for them. Navy waiting for the ECHA playoffs to commence. I believe it's the end of the month here. Not this weekend, but the weekend after. So the weekend of the 25th and 26th and 27th. They'll get a first round bye because they finished first overall. And then they will take on, uh, I guess, whoever wins the three versus six game, perhaps, or the lowest seed. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Go to Navy Hockey on Twitter for all the information in that one. Let's go up to uh, Attleboro, Massachusetts. That's right. We're going to Northeast, kids. And uh, the Maryland Black Bears, they had a double set, a week end edition of their of their uh, set against the Northeast, a Thursday Friday afternoon affair. Which, by the way, they did, the the Black Bears are going to announce a schedule change here uh, if they haven't already. The last series of the year, which was supposed to be slated for the fifteenth and sixteenth uh, of this of April, are now the fourteenth and fifteenth. Screws up my birthday plans. Not mad, not disappointed actually either. But you know, uh, it was going to be fun because I was trying to get home for for birthday and have a birthday hockey game like the first time ever. But alas, here we are. Um, again, more bitching just because this affects me. Come on, Scott, get with it. In any case, uh, Friday's game was something else. Friday's game was, man, I don't know how to describe it. I guess, I guess, 
I'm not saying disappointing. Shocking, I guess, is a word. But Friday, it was a trip. We'll put it that way. It was a bleeping trip as uh, Northeast uh, takes the ice. You go up there. Now, the first period, it was uh, <clears throat> 8-2 shot advantage for Northeast. Michael Morelli tested early and tested often and was able to get up uh, get up to eight saves before uh, Northeast finally breaks through on this one. And, and that was only because uh, uh, just a, a shot on from Evan Orr and Paul Minahan and just chaos in front of the net. Morelli was down. Gordon beats him just in a mass of humanity in front for his uh, his 14th of the year uh, with uh, 530 into the game. So that puts Northeast up one again. Northeast using their offense to their advantage. Maryland trying to counterattack, getting some offensive chances, a couple posts uh, here and there. Uh, second goal was four and four. However, a turnover in, uh, in the neutral zone. Ryan Gordon gets in, give and go with Alex Krause, and that is two to nothing generals on that one. Maryland then gets into some penalty troubles late. They get uh, uh, Brandon Piku gets a cross-checking, so does Vlad Pelagoshko, but the the PK was tremendous, able to keep things out, able to keep things at two to nothing uh, in this one going into the break. Second period was the one where the Black Bears finally get things going. Uh, they had a lot of pe- they had a lot they had a lot of power play opportunities, ten to be to be to, to be honest with you. Um, we'll get to that in a second. But Maryland getting their offense w- woke up a little bit. They were able to get things going, able to get some sustained pressure in the offensive uh, offensive zone, and then Brian Bottrell getting the face off, uh, getting the. Corralling the faceoff win for Brad McNeil, who just won it clean straight back. Bottrell go, cuts across the top of the circle, finds the slot. He beats Cullen DeYoung for his uh, his uh, 12th of the season. McNeil, 16th assist. Laker Aldridge, I guess, got a touch in there, too, with his 8th assist of the year. Maryland cuts the lead. And then towards the end of the frame, uh, just another, just a neutral zone turnover. Uh, Ryan Corcoran gets his 8th of the year. Uh, after David Tolan goes through the Maryland uh, defense a little bit. Uh, Corcoran just found some open space, put it past Morelli three to two with under one or three to one with under uh, a minute 30 remaining in the second. That's how it went into the third period. And then uh, the captain decided to put it on his back. Uh, the PK being solid, it's fine. Connor Cole will find himself a way to get through it. He has a nice little give-and-go with Poligoshko himself, and he pots home his seventh of the year. Uh, Poligoshko, fifth assist. Matthew Davies, 14th assist for him. Maryland pressing again. Maryland really getting a lot of shots on in this game. Uh, a total of uh, 44 to be exact. 16 in the third alone. Pressing, pressing, pressing. Northeast did not budge. They, uh, they, they bent but did not break. Came down to the last few seconds. Connor Cole with the game tying goal on his stick. Cullen DeYoung just gets a pad on it, deflects it away with two seconds remaining. The final score, three to two. Heartbreaking, I guess, would be the word in that one. Maryland drops this one. Um, Michael Morelli, 31 saves. Played spectacular, I think. I think the, you know, rebound goal, 2-1-0. Just, he was just there. Like, he kept Maryland in it. In the early part of that game, in the middle part of that game, late in the game, just bad luck. Not great turnovers, not great coverage. Just happens. Happens with, you know, in life, it happens. Um, 
<clears throat> in the game also, Aiden Bruich had a little injury himself that kept him out of Friday's game. So a little bit of a different lineup uh, for Friday's uh, afternoon's extravaganza. The first period, Maryland kind of getting on things. Uh, again, two post, uh, Dimitri Kibru, Laker Aldrich getting uh, getting themselves some quick chances in this one. Didn't lead to a goal, uh, but some turnovers again plaguing the Black Bears in this one. Luca DePasco getting the call in that he came up big on a couple of turnovers that were created, uh, but uh, nothing showing on either side of the board for that one. A couple of roughing minors towards the end. Guys getting a little bit uh, familiar with themselves. And then away we go. Uh, start, the se- the start the second period. Hey, guess who? Laker Aldrich. Uh, he gets the first uh, the first goal of the game for the Black Bears. A nice little wraparound attempt. Taking the puck from Brad McNeil. Just wrapping it around. A nice true one going between the legs of Cullen DeYoung. That's his 11th of the year. McNeil 17th assist. Aiden McDowell getting his 5th assist of the season on this one as well. Then some pleasantries. We played a little bit of the rumble here in this one. Connor Cole got into it with Jack DeMora. Both get five and 10. Uh, and then Brandon Piku and Evan Orr get into it, a spirited affair or getting the better of Piku in this one, uh, five and 10 for both of them. Again, more penalty trouble for the black bears, Laker Aldridge and Tyler young getting back to back ones, putting them down uh, a couple of men in this one. But before that, before I spoil that one, uh, Jacob Brockman, Maryland finally getting a power play goal thanks to a Ryan Gordon tripping call after the Cole Demora fight. As uh, Brockman just goes ahead and, and he li- he lights it up. He's got a he- he's got a heavy heavy shot, uh, and he put one uh, on the right dot. Eleventh of the season with two seconds left in the power play. Finally getting breaking through for the Black Bears in uh, in this one. He gets assists from Laker Aldridge, his ninth assist, and Aiden McDowell's second straight assist and his sixth on the season. Uh, Alex Kraus then on the power play, thanks to again the, uh, the 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 calls, which you know high sticks or high sticks or high sticks, I suppose. Uh, Alex Kraus gets a power play goal on that one, five on three, potting it home, or just after the five on three, he pots it home, uh, and then uh, yeah, three to one or two to one the score in this one. It was a heavy, heavy second period for everybody involved. Uh, Dimitri Kibru then got the two-goal lead back. Um, Ryan Bottrell just diving and ducking and dodging through everyone on the defense. Finds Kibru on the right side, I or on the left side, I suppose. The camera couldn't keep up with Bottrell with banging and all that stuff. Kibru puts it past Cullen DeYoung uh, for his uh, his sixth of the year. Bottrell's 35th assist. Kevin Scott get a secondary on that one for his eighth of the season and then with 55 seconds remaining Ryan Bottrell gets an alley-oop pass from Dimitri Kibru comes in for his 13th of the season Kibru his ninth assist Tyler Young his 11th assist and with that goal and with that point Ryan Bottrell set the single season record for points in a season by a Maryland Black Bear uh, with 48 taking over Connor Pooley's uh, spot uh, who was 47 in this, uh, in the early, the first season, it was it 1819 season? So uh, it took a couple years, but Ryan Bottrell breaking onto the scene, having himself a season, setting records already in this one. Generals uh, pressed, pressed and pressed, but they could not get past Luca DePasco. Nothing shall Pasco in that frame. Uh, they did, th- they did get one a little bit late. Maryland uh, trying to counterpunch again, getting into a little bit of penalty trouble. In this one, but with 3.17 remaining, Ryan Gordon gets a power play goal, 16th of the year uh, on that one with 3.17 remaining, like I said. But Maryland was able to hold off that 
and they would go on to win 4-2. to two. Luca DePasco, 38 saves in this game, 40 shots aside for both teams. Maryland, uh, again, splits a weekend series, which is what they've done every freaking uh, weekend of 2022 so far. So uh, they, uh, you know, you're getting points, I suppose. I mean, this is the first weekend where they split and didn't get at least three points. So, I mean, there's there's that uh, that's thing to, to improve upon. But got a big test coming up here. They will take on New Jersey at home at the Den. Tickets.MarylandBlackBears.com. You want to get in on, get in on that. Uh, and that should be a, a stellar matchup. Let's get to some Team Maryland news right now. And before we get to the, the set that they had against Apple Corps, uh, daps and head taps to Evan Donnelly, uh, the third season Team Marylander. 122 games so far. Uh, he is uh, the alternate captain and a, uh, a Hanover, Maryland native. An 01 out of Hanover, and he will be taking on the college lifestyle. Framingham State University in 2022, he will become a Ram. Uh, so a huge, huge uh, accomplishment for him. A Spalding, a former Spalding grad as well. So a huge opportunity for him to go ahead and just uh, just be the guy he is, a leader on and off the ice. So congratulations to Donnelly in uh, in that accomplishment. It's huge for him to continue his hockey career, um, for anybody to continue a hockey career. But Donnelly, a uh, local product showing that Maryland does have some panache in the hockey area. Uh, but then after that, Apple Corps came into town. They had a three-game set at Piney Orchard. Um, first, first game, first period. Feeling out period ten to sixteen or sixteen to ten shots team Maryland up on the advantage in that one no goals to show for it until forty six seconds into the second period Patrick Doyle pots one home Luke Richards and Alex Newton on the assist takes it one to nothing in this one Applecore kind of meeting match for match in this one kind of meeting uh, Maryland shot for shot in the second um, you know a little bit undermanned I believe they were missing three regular players. Jackson Bernard was coming up huge, though. He was facing a lot of shots, making a lot of saves in this one until there was uh, 40 seconds left in the second. Colin Callanan for an Apple Corps gets, uh, gets the tie game before they go into the third frame. But in the third frame, it was all Team Maryland in this one. 550 in. Alex Newton, even strength goal all by himself. And then 22 seconds later, Luke Richards pots an even strength goal. Evan Donnelly, the aforementioned one. He gets the assist on that, makes it 3-1. to one. Maryland pressure and pressure and pressure, and again, out shooting uh, Applecore all three periods of this one. It ends with uh, Patrick Doyle putting the uh, the lid on this one, even strength goal from Will Rosen and Brian Tatsky. 4-1 to one is how it would end. Jackson Bernard, 31 saves, a big effort from him in this one to get the victory. He has been stellar since coming onto the squad uh, a couple weeks back. So what do they do for an encore? They um, roll big in this one, and by big, I don't, I'm, I, I don't know how, I don't know how um, the whole or situation of scoring works of shots. I, I, part of me wants to think that it was a uh, that it's that the first period stuff was a little bit of a uh, a situation, but then. I look down at the penalty sheet, and then I see there was a there was a five minute major that Applecore took in the middle of the frame, and then I saw another five minute major in the second period at the beginning of the frame, and that makes sense that there was 
55 shots in the first two periods for Team Maryland. 33 in the first. Just a shooting gallery. They had more in the first period than Applecore had in the entire game at 26. Cole Oriani gets the first goal of the game, 254 in. Evan Donnelly on the assist. But it was uh, only eight seconds later, Collinan getting another goal, getting the other opening goal for Applecore to tie this at one. Then Jacob Kaczynski keeping the floodgates a little bit open for the 2-1 goal. Jack Wren, Devin Jolly on the assist on this one. Maryland up 2-0, and then, then that's when we had our little incidents. After J.J. Creighton scores an even-strength goal from uh, Jacob Kaczynski, a dumb play by John Myers, spearing penalty, a major and gay misconduct, and then things started to open up a little bit for Team Maryland. Owen Schmidt, they only did get one goal on the uh, on the power play in this one, uh, in the five-minute major, in this five-minute major, I should say. Owen Schmidt from Will Rosen in this one. Uh, with a minute remaining, Patrick Doyle pots another goal for his fifth, uh, for the 5-1 goal uh, in this. And then 6.54 into the frame, that's when another power play situation started. Uh, Francesco Santiello gets a boarding major in game misconduct at 6.16. And then Maryland's power play goes to work in short order on this on this uh, major power play. They made sure of that. As Jacob Kaczynski gets his second of the game on the power play, uh, seconds after that, Creighton and Luke Richards on the assist. Then Owen Schmidt, a power play goal. A minute three after that, uh, or uh, Orani and Kaczynski on the assist on that. And then to finish that out, if that wasn't even better than that, 20, 20 seconds after the Schmidt goal, Patrick Doyle gets his second of the game on the power play. Jolly and Newton on the assist makes it 8-1. to one. Uh, A little bit of uh, rough stuff happening towards the end of it. Owen Schmidt and uh, Colin Callanan getting into it towards the end of the game. But that's all she wrote on this one as Maryland throws 67 shots in total in this game. They win it 8-1. to one. Colin Burke, the Spalding, uh, the Spalding product, 25 saves in this one as uh, they win 8-1, to one, taking two of three so far. Third game was a fire wagon game. This was a game where lo- kind of a low shooting game, but a high goal scoring game. Uh, as Applecore uh, holding off Maryland, a, lo- a very low shot first period, 14 total shots. In this one, a lot of neutral zone play going in on this one. Uh, you know, not not a lot of penalties, not a lot of, I guess, uh, carryover, I would say, from uh, the game prior. But uh, Applecore gets out quick and late in the frame. Uh, Colin Callanan gets two goals within a 33-second, uh, a 30, yeah, 33-second span of each other, both from uh, just in close, just cutting in from his linemates, two to nothing. Uh, quick, just Colin Callanan alone. Then Applecore, 40 seconds into the thir- uh, second period, Charles Lavoie gets himself an even strength goal, three to nothing on that one. Maryland would get back in at 321 in. Luke Richard with a with a goal. Evan Donnelly another assist for him, three to one. And then Nick Weber just about mid part of the frame, he gets it back up to a three goal lead for Applecore, going up four to one. Under five minutes to go, J.J. Creighton takes over. John Rempe and Nick Graziano gets assist on his first goal. And then less than two minutes later, he gets another even strength goal from Patrick Doyle and Ben Watson, making it 4-3 to three going into the break. But then uh, power plays, they do a happen 
as uh, you know, Maryland gets into a uh, five, uh, two-man down advantage in this one. Charles Lavoie gets two goals on the power play, 35 seconds apart, makes it five and six to three for Applecore. Nick Weber then late in the game gets a goal for Applecore, making it seven to three. Maryland would try to scratch back. Uh, with uh, 152 remaining, Aiden Sabrowski on the power play from Nick Graziano and Will Rosen. And then with uh, 24 seconds left to play, Devin Jolly pots a power play goal to get him within two, but 7-5 to five would be the final as Applecore takes the final set in this one. Jackson Bernard, a uh, rough go for him, 19 saves in the uh, defeat as uh, Team Maryland uh, takes two of three from the uh, from the Applecore people in this one looking at the standings uh of the ehl in the south division team maryland in a tight race tied with the philadelphia little flyers for second they get the wins uh notch for second place those two will probably be facing off against each other new jersey 87 is top of the chart on this one 56 four points ahead of team maryland pro tech at 47 at the uh, fourth place spot and that's where maryland will travel to uh, they have a lot of games this week, actually. So they'll play Wednesday against the 87s at Piney Orchard. They'll have a day off, and they'll go up to ProTech on Friday and then come back for a Monday game against the Philadelphia Oil Flyers. And that, then they'll have two games left. So they have five games remaining in this one. Critical stretch right now just for playoff positioning. Um, so we will have to see what happens. All the uh, games are on hockey TV if you can't make it out to the rink. And if you can't make it out to the rink, it's going to be President's Day Monday. Why not go ahead and get yourself a game uh, team Maryland. I think that should be a nice little treat for yourself. Get a mattress and go see Team Maryland. Not at the same... I mean, if they sell mattresses there, I'm sure... Maybe? I don't think they do. There may be a mattress shop nearby. Check Google Maps. Stevenson's men's D3 squad. They were up in arms. They're trying to run a uh, a fancy little win streak for themselves, and they kept it going this week. Three games uh, starting off with the uh, against Kings. In Kings, a makeup game for one of the uh, sickness ones that they lost, first period yielded nothing uh, in in the uh, in the first obviously the first part of the game. Durr uh, Kings though really offense taking the offense to Stevenson, uh, which is something Stevenson not used to in this one. Out shooting them ten to six, but uh, Ryan Kenny dialed in as always in this one. Uh, Stevenson would break through six fourteen and Nick Deneen from Malcolm Palmer and Kyle Lightfoot. Puts them up one to nothing. They would take advantage of this whole game in the second period. Become a little bit more of an aggressor in this one, trying to get shots on, uh, trying to get some offensive going. But the third period was just uh, another another world. It's almost like the first period. Kings very aggressive on the offense. They finally broke through uh, seven fifty or seven thirty six into the frame. Kent Lee pots the goal, ties it up. And Stevenson could not get the go-ahead goal. This thing goes into overtime. And all it needs, one shot, uh, like Eminem said. Uh, on the power play, no less, Ryan Patrick, the senior. Just less than a minute in, pots the game winner from Eric Olson and Frank Vitucci. That's all she wrote. Ryan Kenny, 34 saves in the victory in this one as they keep rolling strong. Uh, Stevenson does. They had to go to Lebanon Valley, Hershey, Pennsylvania, the Hershey Park Arena, to take on the Dutchman. And they uh, they had themselves a nice little game uh, starting off very quick. 19 seconds in, Malcolm Palmer gets the first goal of the game. Brendan Rylott and Vitucci with the assist on that one. Vitucci then passed the midway point. He gets a goal for himself. Ryan Patrick on the assist 
on that puts uh, Stevenson up two to nothing going into the break. A heavy, heavy first period in offense. Uh, Twenty-seven total shots uh, in in this one. So a huge offensive outburst. A little bit lighter in the second period. A little bit more tame. A lot more neutral zone coverage. A lot more. Just not a lot of shots getting through. To be quite honest with you, in this one, Mac Driver, Mac Diver, though. With uh, seven uh, or sorry, six oh nine remaining in the second period, gets a goal, gets Lebanon Valley within one. But then on the power play, Blake Coleman from Alex Rive restores that two goal lead with uh, four fifty eight remaining in the frame. That would go all the way in to the uh, last frame, and then with under two minutes remaining, Chad Watt unassisted pots at home seals the deal for the one to final. Ryan Kenny, 25 saves in this one. Another big effort from him and another record-breaking season for the junior goaltender um, as they go on to go back home on Saturday, play the Reister, at the Reisterstown Sportplex for senior nights and the feeling's right. Uh, Stevenson took advantage of senior night. Uh, 7.54 and Graham McElroy with the first goal. Nick Deneen and Chad Watt on the assist. Then Arcadia. Getting back into it, Brett Schneider with two goals, seven minutes apart, uh, puts Arcadia up two to uh, two to one in this one. Trying to spoil senior night they were, but senior Chad Watt not having any of that with 2.58 remaining in the first. He gets uh, a nice little goal for himself. Malcolm Palmer, Luke Benitez getting the assist there, two to two as they go into break. Then it was just power play central for the second period of play. Starts off with Maryland. Aiden Graham gets a power play goal from Liam McCanny and Ryan Patrick. That puts Stevenson up 3-2. to two. Uh, two minutes and a second later, Nathan Bottles of Arcadia gets a power play goal. We're back tied again. Halen, uh, Crooks, Halen Cookston, former Team Maryland product, getting an assist on that goal there. And then just past the halfway point, Frank Fatucci gets uh, Stevenson up on another power play goal. McCanny and Patrick on the assist again on the power play. Those two playing well on that uh, extra man unit there. Third period, Stevenson again taking kind of control in this one. Ryan Patrick, the senior, on his night, gets a pass from Ryan, or take, takes it from Ryan Kenny, goes all the way for himself with uh, under seven minutes remaining, makes it a five to three game, and then shorthanded with an empty net. Frank Fatucci pots himself uh, another goal on the weekend, on the night. And he gets the 6-3 goal. That's where we finish in this one. Ryan Kenny, 22 saves in the winning effort at Stevenson. Boy, howdy, are they rolling strong uh, coming out of uh, some sickness issues and then coming out into this one as they uh, wind down their schedule this weekend. This is the last games, uh, last three games they have on that one. They're going into it with a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7-game win streak. They'll take on Chatham on Tuesday, 1 p.m. game from the sports uh, the Sportsplex. And then Friday, they will take on Kings. That's a rescheduled game as well. 3 o'clock start time in that one. And then they will travel to Wilkes on Saturday for their last regular season game uh, against Wilkes on Saturday there. But some accolades in this one. As Ryan Patrick was named UCHC Player of the Week. Two goals, three assists. That totals five points on that one, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and three games, huge games in the UCHC for that. Also, Ryan Kenny and Ryan Patrick being named MAC Defensive and Offensive Players of the Week. Of course, right off uh, 
the stat line for Mr. Ryan Patrick in this one, but with uh, Ryan Kenny just adding to his remarkable season as he had 81 saves over the three games, only allowing five goals, and that makes a 942 save percentage for himself. And, uh, yeah, just a huge year for Stevenson. They're coming on strong. They're looking for playoffs. They're looking for blood. They're looking for vengeance in this one, and they will see if they can take three as they go into this week's play. On the women's side of things, uh, Stevenson went to a Manhattansville in Ryan, New York, and they seem to get a ride deal in this one as uh, they drop Friday uh, Friday's game 3 to nothing to Manhattansville in this one. They were without the services of uh, Trin- Trinity Barkless in this one, undisclosed uh, reason why. Um, <clears throat> but all weekend they were without her, so a little bit of scoring punch gone. But Stevenson held on pretty tight. Uh, they played Manhattansville very tight in this one. Of uh, So just a situation where their defense was just a little bit better than uh, Stevenson's in this one. First period, though, uh, took a while. Took to under five minutes before Morgan Miller, Manhattansville, uh, gets the first goal of the game. Three minutes after that, Gabriel Cox makes it 2 nothing for uh, Manhattanville in this one. No scoring in the second period. Uh, though Manhattansville just out shooting Stevenson in this one, 14 to two in the first, 17 to nine in the second, a little bit closer in the third, 17 to 10. But one of those 17 shots was Morgan Miller again, bookending the game, uh, just, uh, just past halfway point in the third, making it three, nothing. And that's where we sit. And that's the final on that one. Olivia DeGuire, 45 saves, a good effort from her in the loss, uh, you know, a bit of a consolation, but not much, you know, not much of one when um, you can't get that team dub, especially this late into the season. Uh, in uh, On Saturday's uh, matchup, didn't necessarily go as good either for uh, Stevenson as they uh, get a goal, but they lose 3-1. to one. Morgan Miller getting things uh, going once again, 6-20 into the game, makes it one nothing Manhattanville. Uh, again, out shooting Stevenson, 13-5, 17-8 in the first two frames before uh, neutral zone battle in the third. Second period, Kerry Carr, 625 in, makes it 2 to nothing for Manhattanville as uh, they continue to roll. On the power play, though, getting things going for Stevenson with uh, 6, tw- 632 remaining. Nikki Kendrick on the power play from Elizabeth Goudreau and T. Ferrara cuts the lead in half, but with 148 remaining, Kerry Carr gets her second of the year, uh, and that makes it 3-1, to one, and that's where the final sits in this one, Olivia DeGuire, 35 saves, another strong showing from her in this one, uh, but uh, a loss for the women. Break even on the season so far, 11-11, as they enter their final regular season weekend against Arcadia at home. Senior weekend is upon us. So if you can get out to the, the uh, Recplex uh, those two nights, I think it's Friday, Saturday night against Arcadia, cheer the women on, uh, get them going, get some uh, pizzazz behind them. And then that way we can get things going into the playoffs on the right foot uh, in the UCHC division. Let's get to the women's club section of the show. And one of the more highly touted games of the year is this one that went down on Saturday night at the Fred Rust Arena in Wilmington, Delaware. Delaware, Navy, two top teams in Division Two in the Southeast ranks in the DVCHC, and Navy hands Delaware their first loss of the season by a final of 3-1. to one. Things got started kind of early for uh, Delaware 
as they get uh, Courtney Marino gets her seventh of the year, uh, 13-27 into the game. But that's the last they showed uh, of offense on that one as Julia Chenoweth shutting things down as she is one to do uh, this season. Got a little help from her friends, though. It's a team effort in this one. Midway through the second period on the power play, Lauren Power putting the power in the power play. Her eighth goal of the season, Christina Cornelio with her 14th assist of the season. Brooke Gauthier, her 17th assist, ties the game at one. That's where they went into the crucial third period. And then Navy back-to-back goals under a minute. Start uh, first with Marguerite Schillinger, her fourth of the season from Savannah Holt, getting her first assist of the year. Daps and head taps to her. Then Christina Cornelio, 27th of the season. Elizabeth Perry, her sixth assist of the year at 7-11. Took a big bite out of the Delaware record, and that's how it ended. 3-1, the final. Navy gets one up, and they go ahead and take that. Uh, no no listing of shots on goal or anything like that. Why would there be? Couldn't watch the game either because apparently UMG or EMG, uh, a music company, put a claim on the on the replay. So couldn't watch that, unfortunately. But Navy now gets prepared for the playoffs in this one. Uh, keep track of their Facebook and Instagram page. Uh, I think at Navy Women's Hockey on both of them. Uh, you can check it out and see where their playoff hopes lie. University of Maryland Terrapin women, they took on uh, the Penn Quakers. And I believe their last... No, they, they have to play Loyal, uh, Liberty next uh, on uh, on President's Day. But uh, a barn burner in this one. A total of 15 goals. Unfortunately, the Terps come up just a goal short as they drop 8-7 to seven in this one. A lot of goals in that first period. nine or Seven total. In this, it got started 2:34. In uh, Rayan uh, Tarola from Penn puts it up one to nothing uh, on that. Then 7:14, Anna Nardone even strength for the Terps get them on the board. Allie Vance and Sabrina Jones on the assist. Then at 11:15, Maryland gets another one. Amber Keegan from Alex McKillop and uh, Elana Skogholm two to one in that. Three minutes later, Christina Carbonova. 3-1 to one score listing on that one. Hey, let's get another one for Maryland. Three minutes after that, Ashley Hill from Skogholm and Connie Benson. 4-1 to one Maryland Terps are up. But then two goals within uh, 10 seconds of each other. Uh, Tirola, her second of the game, makes it 4-3. to three. And then Oi Wakabashi gets one in 8-21, making a one-goal game before the buzzer. There, Ashley Hill in the second gets things going for Maryland for with her second of the year. Skullcomb third assist of the game, five to three. Maryland's up, but then less than a minute later, uh, Lachlan March, she went on a march on her uh, her own on this one, as uh, she scores one at four eighteen, and then six twenty six ties the game up with a, a nice little goal for herself. Maryland gets back on top. Kathleen O'Reilly. Uh, on the even straight, Skullcomb, another assist. Grace Carlo, an assist, making it 6-5. to five. But just before the buzzer, under three minutes remaining, Gina Weirs, even strength for Pitt, makes it 6-6 six to six after two. Boy, howdy, how about that? Uh, ben uh, Lachlan March, again, on the board. Hat trick for her, makes it 7-6. to six. Maryland ties it up. Karabanova, her second of the game, 7-7. Seven to seven. But with under a minute 30 and remaining, where's her second of the game for Penn? 
eight to seven, the final in this one, as uh, the Quakers take that one. Uh, big games for uh, Eliana Skolholm uh, with that. Kristen Karabanova with two assists, um, two goals for Ashley Hill as well. Lucy Wilkerson with 14 saves in, I believe, her debut of the season uh, as uh, she steps out of this one and goes from there. I am questioning, I am now questioning the uh, Oi Wakabashi goal because it says there that she was in net for 32 saves. If we have a goalie goal and there's no video of it, I'm going to be right upset. But um, I don't know. In any case, that's how the game ended, 8-7, to seven, uh, Terps, and they will play Liberty, 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 Liberty on Monday uh, as they will take on their last regular season game. And I don't DVCHC playoffs, don't know how the hell that's going to go. Uh, they have not updated a lot of things on their site, so we will see how that all pans out for the South Division there. Uh, Loyola had their final regular season game. They had senior night. And unfortunately, did not go well for them. Again, out-rostered. They only had nine skaters and Grace Lunder in net. Um, Villanova had a full crew, and it looks like 47 goaltenders are listed. Holy Jesus. Man, ACHA, figure figure it out, boys and girls out there. Uh, In any case, Villanova gets started 529 in. Annalise Monopoly passes go, collects $200, gets her sixth goal of the season uh, as Villanova goes up 1-0 early. A uh, Grace Curran, another uh, another goal for herself. Grace Curran gets one under a minute 30 in, her 12th of the season. Uh, 21 shots for Villanova in the first uh, period alone uh, in this one. Kind of a shooting gallery here. Uh, Grace Lunder just taking, just trying to keep th- keep Loyola in this one. Uh, 2.30 into the second, uh, Cecilia Jenkins for Nova, her second of the season. Uh, and then at 5.04, uh, Elena Roman, her third of the season for the Wildcats, makes it four to nothing. Uh, Loyola getting trying to get some offense going, trying to get some shots on the board. Uh, nothing doing, unfortunately, for them. And then 151, Grace Kern gets her second goal of the game, 13th of the season, as uh, five to nothing, and that's the final in this one. Uh, Grace Lunder, 47 saves in this one as the loss close out the uh, the Loyola. Maryland Greyhound season. We will still see how the playoff goes uh, for Loyola and Maryland and Navy as they all stack up here and uh, kind of figure out where everything fits in. Townsend's women's squad, they uh, they went ahead and they closed out their season. Uh, they went 4 to nothing over Westchester. Not the best Chester in this one. No goals on, the, on who scored this one. Uh, the ACHA website is, uh, you know, Hey, it's the ACHA website. I don't know what to tell you in this one. Townsend women get three wins on the year, two against Westchester, and then one against uh, Montclair State. Uh, a tough season for them. A lot of delays, a lot of things just going back and forth. Um, but three wins on the year. I think that was more than last year uh, for a young up-and-coming program trying to rebuild themselves. Uh, so uh, Dapson head taps to them. It doesn't look like they will be in the playoffs or if there is any playoffs for the uh, DVCHC, you know, is what it is, I'm sure. But congratulations to them on a season, as it looks like they, they're they saying themselves they closed out their season. So congratulations to them and uh, all the best to them moving forward uh, for getting ready for next season as well. Let's get to some players. How about that, huh? 
Hey, Sam Adams continues to stay hot in this season for himself. Uh, another four-assist week. Uh, one against the Utica Comets on Friday, and then on Saturday, three assists against Providence uh, in a uh, three-game win streak for Springfield as they had those isotope jerseys on, and those were mwah, fantastic. Uh, so 37 points in 44 games. He's racking it up, getting back in there uh, for the Springfield Falcons uh, this week. I mentioned Patrick Giles. I think it was before or, you know, while I were recording it. But uh, Patrick Giles got in a goal on the lone goal for Boston College on Monday, uh, the 8th, as uh, they lose to Northeastern in the Bean, Co- in the Bean Cup uh, qualifier or semifinal. So uh, Boston College not having... A great time in this one. They are on a big, big winless streak. So uh, they played Harvard tonight. Nothing showing on this. A 3-3 tie. Stephen Holiday of the Dubuque Fighting Saints. Two assists on the weekend. One against Waterloo. One against Cedar Rapids. He continues to get better and better before he goes to Ohio State next year. 58 uh, points in 38 games there. Quinn Kennedy, former Maryland Black Bear, former Team Maryland AAA, and a Silver Spring Maryland native. Uh, he got his first goal for Youngstown this weekend as uh, he had a nice little deep deacon and dangle, puts it home uh, for his first USHL goal. So congrats to him on that one. Uh, so he's been having uh, quite the time up there in Youngstown in the USHL uh, for himself. A goal from Evan Orloff on Saturday in a shootout loss against Johnstown. Uh, that's his third of the season for the Maine Nordiques. Uh, so he is uh, up to 10 points on the year from the blue line. Uh, the St. Albans uh, school grad, or I guess alum. I don't know how that works. He's 18 years old. I don't think he's graduated yet. But uh, the former St. Albans school uh, defenseman making his way up in Maine. Uh, so congrats to him on that. As uh, Maryland, Mar- Black Bears should see Maine here in a couple weeks, I'm sure. Finally, Aaron Randazzo uh, get some time in uh, on uh, s- Friday night. Lost to the uh, Youngstown Phantoms, 28 saves in the losing effort, and then got uh, relief duty in on uh, Saturday night's game. 16 saves, one goal against on that for his uh, record going to 10, 12, and 2. 330 goals against 9 or 898 save percentage on that one. So I think that's it because the, the Maryland triumvirate of uh, Scott Kremen, Eric uh, Carpentier, uh, or Charpentier and uh, and uh, Andrew Takis were uh, off this weekend. So there's that. They'll come to town this weekend against the Black Bears. We'll have that action for you next week, how things are going. Maybe we'll have a playoff picture or two for some teams. Uh, who's to say? A lot, lot around. All you have to do is listen. You'll have to kind of tune in, listen up, see where things are going. Uh, clutchandcrabhockey.com is where stuff is that there. And then you can also check out the socials, Chesapeake HW Pod on Facebook and Twitter, FOHS Radio, for pictures of the Black Bears games, courtesy of John P. Uh, John P. Public. Johnny P., our boy. Um, so that's it. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been uh, Chesapeake Hockey Week, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction. Forgot what show we were doing, honestly. Uh, threw me off there for a second. But, hey, uh, hopefully you don't get thrown off this week. Stay safe out there. Be well. Play that clutch and crab hockey, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Peace.